Hey everybody, and welcome to the second episode of Recommendations. Yes, this we're one gonna, will be probably way shorter. This will be a lot shorter because we're, we're not talking about Oscars. Um, and about like 20 recommendations from me. Yeah, Kevin ha- Kevin actually has 15 recommendations this time, <laughs> so we cut it down just a little bit. Exactly. Um, so yeah, this is our second episode. Yeah, I think this one will be pretty short, actually. Yeah, I only have uh, one recommendation, I think. Yeah, that's it. I only have one recommendation. So it's not going to be very long at all. Um, One thing I will mention, I I meant to mention it uh, on our previous podcast, and actually the other one. uh, When you go to a movie, don't go to a movie next to people who are drinking beer because it is the smelliest fucking thing people are like burping beer all over the place i've never been in a theater oh. where you can drink beer oh you went to a theater that has beer well it was like i went to a matinee on a sunday it was like two in the afternoon and there's these two big guys next to me and i i don't go to the movies alone usually but this time i went alone and it just happened to be in between like these two big guys one guy was, like, talking to his daughter the entire time throughout the movie. This was during Uncut Gems. It was really annoying. He was talking. And then they just kept burping. And I could smell their hey, smelly added That added to the ambiance of Uncut Gems, man. That's what they were going for. <laughs> no, um, yeah, no. I, I've been to the, the movie tavern near me. And yeah, yeah. I fucking hate that place like there's nothing wrong with the place in general i just don't like going to a movie where the movie isn't the main thing that people are are focusing on like when you go to the movie tavern people are having dinner and shit like right they, they get food and they drink beer and stuff and it's just like the beer and the food become the focus and it just like when you see other people like when I see other people doing that, it just takes away from my focus in the film. And yeah, that's not to mention, me. I don't like eating sounds fucking at all. Oh, I don't like either. eating sounds like people chewing on things drive me nuts. Like, eat, like there are times when I eat a bowl of cereal and I'm fucking like, dude, you got to stop eating so loud, man. You're a piece of yeah. shit. It's too loud. Yeah. Like I get I annoyed like at it, myself. Even when I'm, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like if I'm chewing a loud cereal or something like that, I'm like, all right, that's enough. <laughs> yeah, I tell myself, and I try to like chew a little softer. Yeah, that no, I work. get annoyed Some at these myself. Fucking cereals are really heavy. You know, so. and I was I was looking at something, and it said <laughs> it was an article that was just about like people who get annoyed at eating sounds and it was basically trying to say people who get annoyed at eating sounds are the crazy people not the people who are eating really fucking loudly <laughs> they're like yeah, you would you would think it'd be the people who are like <laughs> yeah like with their but a funny thing though uh we did a skit earlier a long time ago actually uh where, oh, where you're I, eating anyway, popcorn where i was eating popcorn i think steve cut that out because no i didn't like, i Oh, you didn't? I remember it's you at the end of the podcast. It, I did I hate it. Said, I fucking hated, you hated it, it so but, much. But you told me to eat the popcorn. 
<laughs> yeah, but I didn't think you were going to eat it so close to the microphone. What? Well, how are you going to get the effect of me eating popcorn? No one can see me eating popcorn. You told me to eat popcorn. You have to have the effect. So, well, they, yeah. it was just I, me because other people said that they loved that. Well, so I didn't. I didn't cut it. I kept it in there. It's at that's the, right. You it's did. at the end I, of the. For some episode. reason, I thought you cut it because I remember no because you, it, you, you needed it. So you much. needed that part. <laughs> yeah, you did. But yeah. if if I put it at see for me, I just felt better to put it at the end because then I just felt comfortable. If there were people who didn't like eating noises, I didn't want to turn them off to that. Like I wouldn't mind putting it. In that's the front. what you said. But yeah. it's like there's people who do hate eating noises, just like me. I don't want to hear that shit. So I put it at the end so people wouldn't get put off from the episode. That's right. You know? Yeah, you did say that. That's but it right. were. But I felt like it even made it better though, because then like when we did that, which I really loved that skit, because you say you whisper, the cold skit. Yeah, the, yeah, the the for for Eternal Sunshine, uh, you whisper, watch out, Fuzz, and then that's the end of the the front part. But then at the yeah, end yeah, yeah, yeah. of the skit or the end of the episode, after we're done, you're watching Hot Fuzz. And that's the, you know, that's that the, was the joke. That's, that's the joke the that makes it yeah. the stick of eternal sunshine. You know, you know, like yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you always go back to what you love. So I just felt like that was a, a, a proper way of doing it instead of no, it was fully going through the whole thing, you know. And I mean, I it would have been skit. a long ass skit. Because it was like almost four minutes long, so in totality, if I didn't cut it up, it would (laughs) it would have been a really long skit. That was a damn good skit, though. But it was a good skit. It was a good fun skit. Um, But um, now that we're done talking about uh, eating food in theaters, you know what? Don't do. We can we can uh, and we that gives me an idea for our recommendations episode. We can talk about like how we made a skit or something. You know what, oh, yeah. like where That's the idea came from and stuff. So, like since we're already talking about uh, Eternal Sunshine, I kind of that was like my first dive into trying to do something really weird and different, like no, with cool with editing. Like I f- literally just figured out how to like manipulate the people's voices, voices and stuff mm-hmm. and echo them and do all this stuff. And that was really fun to do. Like just sit down and think how I can make it sound like certain parts of eternal sunshine. Like there's a the part where, uh, his voice speeds up and he's like, right. talking, and he's like, he says something about meeting the girl and, uh, in Montauk. Yeah. in Montauk. And like, he starts talking really fast. Um, but I think it's Elijah Wood's character whose voice gets sped up um, when he's because he's like thinking about uh, him and him oh, being no, him with her. talking, wasn't he? Yeah. So oh, Jim yeah, Jim that... Carrey's thinking about that guy being with her. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So like Elijah the, Wood, the yeah. moment. Yeah. So the moment speeds up. Um, but it's just the manipulation of time. But I, yeah, it was really fun to try to figure out how to do something that was similar to what they were doing. Um, yeah, we we love doing those uh, those skits. They're yeah. hard because 
coming up with the fucking idea is just yeah very, very no yeah this the skits are my favorite we've had a few really good ones but i love doing the skits yeah the skits are really noticed. really awesome to do and they're like yeah i i really love doing the skits but they can be like super stressful there was very like stressful. there was were times where because we wanted to do skit for everything you know so we did there's yeah. just times where there was one time where i just like had a meltdown and i was just like i don't even know if i want to do this fucking podcast anymore because i was just like yeah he was flipping racking my brain just... so hard to to like figure out what kind of thing i wanted and it just like it just came to came to fruition that it's like dude you can't do a skit for every episode you know like yeah you, that's you what have to there's times where you just can't think of anything good and when you're when you're working another job a day job and then you're doing this on the side it's just like even though this is our like this is definitely my passion to like talk about uh, movies and you know learn more about film and and share my passion for film and just art yeah. art in general um when you don't when you're tired and you don't have a lot of time you just like and since i'm a perfectionist like i want to be a perfectionist with this stuff if i can't get it right i start to get frustrated and now i'm starting to be like well it's never going to be right so i just have to be happy with what i'm doing you know yeah i'm i'm similar in that way like i really i i was excited to do the episode on star wars and then I was like, we need to do a skit for this. We need to do a skit. And I had what I thought was a good idea. And then I, I was trying to get it to be like perfect. And it was actually driving me fucking insane. So I ended up having to cut it because it was just, it was just stressing me out and I couldn't figure out a good skit to do. And it, it, it was just too tough. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm I'm still upset that I wasn't able to do it because I really I I'm big into Star Wars and uh, that was like our big episode um, to kind of talk about Star Wars and that right when Star Wars had ended so it was like the perfect time to do a Star Wars skit I don't think we could ever do it again and uh, and I missed that opportunity I'm really upset about it and yeah. But that, that's what goes into these skits. So even though some of them might be a little bit corny at times, I think for the most part, the ones that I can remember have been pretty fucking phenomenal. Uh, I've loved them all. Hopefully you guys have as well. But um, Yeah, yeah I, I hope I, people I think, love them. Yeah, I, I like the idea of uh, kind of talking a little bit about our skits, maybe in each of these recommendation episodes, talk about maybe the idea behind some of these other skits that we did some of them are a little bit more straightforward yeah. but we can uh i'll have to go back and listen to some... some other ones that we did and or at least there, exactly. yeah i know there's like a so there's some super cheesy ones early that i did oh for yeah like halloween and stuff although yeah you know i like those ones those were good too yeah they were they were the thing that sparked the other skits that we did yeah and they weren't as uh they honestly weren't as stressful. No. So one of one of the things that well, may, well, you were the one who did them. I didn't even, even have a part in those. But um, one of the things about those skits were they didn't really try to match the movie that we we're going to talk about, and I think that's sort of what brings uh, some of the stress that we have is because we try to make it about that specific movie that mm -hmm. we're going to be talking about, and. Um, 
Uncut Gems was our most recent skit, and I think that went really well. I, I, I listened to that, and I was actually laughing along with it. I think we both did pretty hilarious voices during the entire thing, um, <laughs> and I think it worked out really well. Uh, so um, I, I really like following the movie, but maybe in the future we'll try to think of skits that maybe don't necessarily have to do with the movie. Yeah. Maybe just be like, oh, I'm just going to do this weird skit in, in beforehand, um, and it doesn't have anything to do with the movie. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, just if we have an idea, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I, I mean, I like I like parodying the movie, and, you know, like, even even with Uncut Gems, like, I, I like the skit with un- Uncut Gems, um, but, like, like I was talking about the difficulties, like, there were even times, like, we were talking about, I was talking about doing something with the stone itself but then i was like well i don't know if i want to do something with the stone because i feel like the stone had some kind of meaning that wasn't just that was deeper than just you know oh that's that stone like i, f- I feel like there was some kind of meaning and i don't want to disrespect any meaning you know and, it, and just like we right. don't, we're not going to do uh, like we didn't didn't do a skip for saving private ryan or uh 1917 19, nope. because like how can why, how can you movie. man like people died in war and like how can you do a parody how can you do it. a parody you know or how can yeah. you like saving ryan's can we... privates <laughs> yeah yeah like <laughs> doing saving ryan's privates which i know is a joke and something i can't think of what that is a joke. mad tv mad tv it yeah it was yeah. that was a joke in a mad tv skit um but like how can even if we did something like heartfelt how can we like even comprehend you know like anything to do with that topic without doing like bad taste putting bad taste yeah so i just i I just did we didn't feel right about it so yeah that that we actually did have a discussion about uncut gems and at one point i think we were really considering not even doing a skip but luckily we uh, came up with the kind of yeah. hilarious part in the movie where they do the where they're stuck the, the in door between scene the door yeah and and it just it just worked out and, and we could do our silly accents for it so it yeah no it was nice. it, it did work out i, I was, had i had a fucking blast doing it i loved it i was actually really happy with the way it turned out you know what you know what ended up happening for me the uh so you did your part and then I was trying to go by. I didn't even go by my lines that I wrote at all. I noticed that you didn't. So because I, 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 I literally listened, I just like, improv. I was like, he didn't go by any of his lines. I literally. Oh, one thing I'll mention though uh, that I don't think people know, uh, just before you go into it, uh, is we record separately. We don't record at the same time for yeah. the skits. We do it separately and we cut it together. And I don't know if people understood that we did that. Um, yeah. Go ahead. So I'll tell you how I did how I did that one. So you did all the lines and you did them in such a way that it allowed me to just, I just improv off of what you were saying. And I noticed that and it worked I didn't very call, well. It was because I improv a little bit off of the lines that you wrote, uh, but not a ton. There was a one I really liked. I liked my line about the sermon saying that there was a sermon. Point. Yeah. I'm very proud of that one. Uh, but yeah, your lines. I was like, "How the fuck did he match these up so nice?" I thought you had already recorded so, your lines. No, but that makes sense. So what happened was, I let yours play, and then I just had a dialogue with you. So I recorded while yours was playing, and I was just talking to you. 
That worked real well. And then I and then what I did with the and then there's the other guy who's hitting the buzzer in the background. So then that guy, after I recorded me talking to you, then uh, that guy's in the background like, I've been hitting the fucking buzzer all day, goddammit. And then uh, and he's like, yeah, I'm still fucking hitting the buzzer. You know, like that right. guy in the background. <laughs> oh, fuck, the buzzer's stuck now. Like that yeah. guy, uh, I just like and ended up just inserting him when the guy's like, when I said, hey, he's hitting the buzzer. And then, well, I just, for some reason, had a random idea where the buzzer gets, where there's a guy who's hitting the buzzer and the buzzer gets stuck. And then the buzzer just keeps going and he's like, fuck, it's, the buzzer's going, I can't stop it. Ah, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, somehow I missed, when I first listened to it, uh, I missed where he said that. So I was like, I was about to text you, I was like, this fucking buzzer, it's still going. (laughs) like what is going on here so i thought i thought like something was busted because steve had mentioned before to me uh that for some reason the buzzer didn't play at all on anchor which didn't make any fun yeah weird is weird that the buzzer does not work on the anchor on just on the app right if you listen to it through the website it works yeah it was so weird and it was so i was like I was like, fuck, he, he listens to his through, I think, Apple Podcasts. So I'm like, I listen to mine through Spotify. Maybe this fucking buzzer just continues on Spotify forever. <laughs> well, you so know, I thought something was broken. You know what? But no. You know what I thought when we were talking about Uncut Gems? I brought up that you actually probably would have to watch that movie again to listen to what other people are saying at certain times because right, there's right. people talking over each other. And so I you, did. I did so have to listen to it again. So you can't hear what people are... And that's what I was actually going for. I wanted it to sound so jumbled up that you might have to listen to the skit again to hear what people are actually saying because I, like, talk over your guy a lot. Like, you'll be, right. like, in the middle of saying something, so then I'll be, like, you say something, and I'll just start talking. Like, you're like, gravity sucks, and I'll be like, no, gravity's fucking good! Right, you I know? noticed that. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, that, and it works. It was, uh, yeah, it like blended that, so nice. That was fun, but, that was fu- really fun for me, because it was like I was acting with you, even though you weren't in the room. Like, yeah, <laughs> and I, I recorded my my lines without Steve at all. Yeah. And I, I just, personally, I love... Uh, just changing my voice and doing a, 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 a voice acting. At first, I was going to do my own voice. So just like my own voice throughout the skit. But I didn't think that was going to be as funny or as good. Um, so I did a different accent. I wouldn't call it a New York accent because probably people from New York will be like, fuck, that's a Boston accent or whatever the fucking accent I don't was. I don't know, even know what, what my was. accent is at all. I just did something <laughs> that there sounded was an accent, remotely. And I would say it's a city accent. Yeah, but I'm not gonna say what city. <laughs> it's some kind of city accent, you know. It's just like yeah, that like could have been anything. That like dude, the cool dude, city guy, you know. Like, Yo, cool man, you stretch. You're, there. You're, you're, <laughs> you're hassling me. No, it's like the guy that thinks he's cool, but he's not really that cool. He's just a loud, obnoxious dude, and you're like, all right, shut the fuck up, guy. You don't know. You don't know. What you're That's talking. true. Yeah, I could see that. Come on, open but, this fucking um, door, man. <laughs> it's like the wise guy or whatever. Um, yeah. But we'll definitely have to go in. But yeah, There's no. a few other skits that I, I do want to talk about at some point. So our next recommendation episode, I, I like this idea of kind of going back and talking about a few of those. I think 
Yeah. Uh, it, it's kind of good to tell people kind of our, our little bit of a process. Yeah. And just since so, we've been um, getting into the technical details of how things are made, it's, I think it's, you know, be, it's interesting for us to talk about how we do things. And maybe if you're thinking about making a podcast, you know, like, um, listen to us and it's like, we're not, we don't know what the fuck we're doing at all. Like, this is just shit that not at all. I, you know, I've looked online to like maybe figure out some kind of editing things and stuff like that, but it's something anybody can do. And if you're thinking about doing a podcast, you know, no, just know that you can do it. Like right. you can definitely do it. it if yeah, if we can do it, bad. you can do it and you can probably do a better job than us. You know, like, we have just, had, uh, I, I have had a few people and I know there's a few people in our family who have, who have mentioned like, I want to do a podcast and they're like, Oh, well, how do you do it? How do you, all this thing? It's not very hard. <laughs> so yeah, you, like Steve said, if you're thinking about it, it's not that hard to do. You, you yeah. can do it. You do need a good mic though, because if definitely you to that's the first, biggest thing. So understand how a good mic goes or how far a good mic goes, because you got to listen to our first episode where I had a bad mic and Steve had the good mic. That one, it looks, it sounds like I'm like on one of those old timey <laughs> records. It's just like a sizzle in the yeah. background. And I was like, there's like clicks all over the fucking place. But you also Understand. have to get used to good microphone. Yeah. But you also have to get used to the microphone that you're using because when you get a good microphone, it's going to be. You do. You, know, a, you all, you do. Like Kevin, when he first got the new microphone, he didn't like it because it was picking up all of these other sounds and he was like, fuck this man we get yeah there was like a fucking mouse in the corner of my room yeah and it was making a sound i picked up that i dropped a pin and uh, you could pick up that yeah it was just (laughs) it picked up everything we got into kind of a little argument because i was like dude and i wasn't trying to like pick on kevin i was just letting him know that these mics are so sensitive that when you do something it's gonna pick it up you know like if you do something that's remotely close to the microphone and kevin Kind of got a little pissed at me. <laughs> well, I did just because because I thought I had ruined the episode. Yeah, but you and, didn't ruin the episode. So it was just you know the episode's we, still there, it's still very there. very much ruined, our... but it's still there. Yeah, it's <laughs> no, it's a good. It's episode. a good episode. It was uh, the crazy yeah, character, the crazy episode. guy, yeah, crazy um, character. But yeah, but yeah, no. I just wanted to you know kind of get into a little bit of detail of telling people how we do things since we have definitely this little extra. And if you want just these, these little extra episodes that we're doing, if you want to listen to them, you know, like, right. If you want to hear us ramble on about bullshit then which is what we do in everything anyways. Yeah. Um, But mostly it's a little bit more pointed. Yeah. But, um, (laughs) uh, so now let's talk about our recommendations, what you guys really listen to. Yeah. What you care about. about. We just, you just listen to us (laughs) talk for whatever, 25 minutes minutes. about something that you probably didn't give two fucks about so probably (laughs) surprise yeah (laughs) surprise that's what we've done for the most part yes um so my recommendation i've only watched one episode so far so it's not much of a recommendation but i've enjoyed it so far um is the watchman on hbo uh i don't know if you've seen it have you seen it yet Mm -mm. no so it's actually very good. It takes place after the um, actual Watchmen graphic novel. Um, and so far, it's been 
pretty crazy is is what has happened um so far in the episode um or in the season and what i found out was the show has been canceled yeah i know i was just gonna say that i was just gonna say the one sad thing is that it didn't get enough viewership for them to want to keep going with it but i was talking to my friend paul he says it's still worthwhile to watch it and i i said is there any like cliffhanger at the end he said that it it actually ended in a good spot Hmm. so uh that makes me want want to watch it um because i i i was telling him like I don't know if I'm going to watch it. I don't want to watch a show that's just going to give me no reward at the end. I'm just going to feel kind of shitty that it ended. Um, but yeah, the Firefly now I'm gonna, effect. The Firefly effect. Although which, Firefly is worth watching because they ended it with it's Serenity. Still, right. It's it's. I don't really care for the movie, but oh, um, didn't like it did. It did end. I, did, I hated that movie, but <laughs> I liked. I liked the, I the liked, show. The show I, I thought Serenity. was great. I did not like Serenity very much. I don't know why. But um, I mean, I don't, I, I don't like it half as much as the show. I just like the fact. Maybe that that's what it was. I was like, I had this huge, like, amped up feeling. Uh, maybe if you had watched the Firefly show back in the day, and then had that period of time where there was that's no what Firefly, it was for me. And then you watch yeah. Serenity, then you might be like, wow, this is like breath fresh air. Yeah. But see, um, I had watched me, Firefly. Back I had in the just day, well, so. Yeah, I had watched Firefly like just like two years ago or something like that. And I binge watched. It. Yeah, so if you're and binging, I'm like, oh my god, this is great. And you watch and Serenity, then I, and, and then like, I'm like, Serenity. all right, I'm gonna watch Serenity. And I watched, it and I was like, oh, this. I does, mean, it, it was more glossy than the oh, show. Yeah, it just gloss. didn't have the same feeling as the show. And I was like, ah, I don't like it. Well, he see, here's the thing with Serenity, and now we're gonna get a little bit off topic. We're not gonna talk about this for very long, but with Serenity, no. um, like he had to make a coherent movie that people would go watch without knowing even what firefly is you know that's true and yeah and they and did. he also had to try to appease the firefly fans so it was it was tough you know like I, I felt like that's that's a tough situation to be in to make a movie like that and also no doubt about it you know make it so someone could go watch that movie and not have watched firefly and understand the, the concept of what they're what is going on but yeah in the scope of of Firefly, because Firefly has, all, you know, has whatever, I think 14 episodes of, of building, and then Serenity is just this fucking straight line movie, you know, and it's really, it's not a bad movie, but it is pretty mediocre. Like, it's just, I, I, I like Serenity, but it is a very mediocre film. Like, it's just not, I... it's, there's nothing great about it. I mean, it does have uh, Chiwetel Ad- Adjifer when he's younger, and who, who, he, I didn't know who he was at the time. Oh, he yeah, was in, he was in that, in wasn't that movie, he? you know. So you had, like, and that's the interesting thing. Um, hmm. And there's some cool things in it. Like, I, there's some good ideas and stuff that, obviously, he wanted to flush out through throughout Firefly. Um, but he had to like show it to you so quickly in Serenity because he had to end it, you know, because obviously he didn't have the budget or no one. He, I'm sure he tried to get another company or another network to pick up Firefly. Oh yeah, but, but it probably just was like, dude, you got to put. There's probably a lot of money and time that goes into making a sci-fi show on on that scope. You know, well, not. I wish it was made nowadays because it would have been picked up. Oh, oh Amazon well. or Netflix. Would Amazon would have, yeah, someone would have taken it. But oh well, 
Uh, that won't. I hope they never make another Firefly, just because no, I think it. They better it, not. It needs to be. Yeah, that needs to stay the way it was. Um, but yeah, thinking actually, one last thing about that. Serenity was a standalone. Like you said, it probably could stay as a standalone, but I couldn't even imagine watching it as a standalone without the rest of the show. Yeah. Because I feel well, he, like the only reason I even wanted, had any desire to watch it at all was because I was attached to those characters. And yeah. I wanted to watch oh, yeah. the movie because I mean, of that. He really makes it a, a, a standalone because he he introduces it from the beginning you know where it's like right he has the him breaking his sister out and you know like I, he does it in a way that's kind of neat where they're watching it on a like a vr like replay um yeah but it like literally introduces you to the premise of the show <laughs> like, right yeah yeah it does which is, yeah which is interesting he did that i mean he had you, you kind of have to do that so it can stand alone but yeah i, I that's hard. Yeah. It is a mediocre movie, though. But going back, watch Watchmen, at least. I'll, I'll let you guys know the next time we do a podcast, I'll quickly say whether it's still good at the end, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure it is. It, I believe it won some awards. So uh, Yeah, I think Emmys, it did. So, so uh, yeah, it's a good show. Do you have any recommendations? Yeah. Uh, my recommendation is also a show. And it's is it the Watchmen? It is. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's the Watchmen. You didn't see it. <laughs> no, no. Uh, it's actually House. I've been watching House. I've been watching House again. MD. House MD. Or are like House like their House makeover. No, it's just it. a house. It's just it, you know what? It's just a show. It's a it's a reality show. But all it is is a camera that's on. A, it's an art project. It's Shia LaBeouf's art project. It's got his face in the corner, and then there's a house. And so you just watch Shia LaBeouf's reaction to the day of what happens in front of this house. <laughs> it sounds like a pretty good show, yeah. actually. Well, it's, it. it's literally, it's, it's 48 hours. It's <laughs> Shia LaBeouf stayed up for 48 hours, and <laughs> it is, if you like art, and you like, you know... If you like modern art, this is definitely for you. Shia LaBeouf is a genius, and yeah, so watch House. No, <laughs> so House MD. So House MD, the TV show. I've been watching that kind of. Um, it. I got it for super cheap. Digitally. So I was Look like, it's Steve wheeling and dealing. Yeah, I've been wheeling and dealing, man. When I, well, when I was like, I saw it on there and it was like really dirt cheap for what is it? Eight seasons. I think, I think I got it for like 15 bucks for all eight seasons. And I was very happy about that. I like that show. And I hadn't watched, I, I love yeah, I hadn't watched it in a long time. Kid. And then I put it on <laughs> It was more like, oh, I was just like, well, when I'm doing when I'm doing stuff, I like to have a sh- like a show on in the background. Sh- yeah, sure, I do too. And House is a good show to have on in the background, but I ended up not getting anything done because I was just getting so into the sucked in. Yeah, and every episode is like very similar, 
Yeah. But I don't give a shit, man. Like, it's just... Well, there's a, there's a story happening. A yeah, there's a, there's an underlying story. The characters are very good. The actors yeah, are very yeah. good. Very Hugh Laurie is amazing. Like, the dude is oh, a phenomenal actor. Phenomenal. Um, in that... That yeah, guy. that character, the house character, is just such a good character, and that's what keeps you going because it is a it's a formula show. So like, it's like, a dude comes in and he's seemingly dying, and house has to figure out how he's dying. He figures it out, but then that's the wrong thing, and it makes him die faster. And they're like, "Fuck!" Now we gotta, and it's just that is basically every episode. <laughs> but like the way that it unfolds they do it in a different way and it, they do de- they develop the characters along the way so you learn more about them right and it's just like i don't know it's it's a lot of fun and the acting and the characters are very or just they're relatable i think like they just do a good job of you relating like being able to relate to these characters yeah, I, I personally like the first four seasons the best of House. Um, I, I think there's some good episodes later on, but I think the heart of the show is the first four oh, seasons. Oh, yeah, I mean, really that's like, usually how it really goes. Really, like, two through four, I would say. One, one's okay. Season one's always okay, I feel like, in most shows. Yeah, because you're learning but, about like how you're going to make the show, you know, and then once you get into the groove, you understand what's good. Right, what's like not. The Office. The Office did the same office, thing, yeah. St- I wa- I've watched the first season of The Office, like, twice ever, and I've watched the rest of the show probably, like, four times. So I just don't like the first season, and that's just how most of them are and then it f- starts to fade at the end just like most shows like house also faded a little bit at oh the end totally too. i mean and um, they had like basically a full character change like that yes like all no doubt all of his staff like nearly completely changes um, yeah and, the, uh, i think omar apps is like the only one yeah and i think stays. The, the initial change is good and it helped the show because they needed that i think so too um, yeah but the thing is, is when you, you can only do a formula so many times before it becomes stale, you know. That was the problem. Um, yeah, exactly. It's it started to be, uh, and I think the show was self-realizing. Yeah. Um, it, it it realized that the formula became stale, so their later episodes start to be less formulaic, but then, then they the, become the whole too show ridiculous. Doesn't, they become too ridiculous and the show doesn't feel like the same doesn't show, feel like anymore. The show anymore. So you don't, yeah. So you don't care as much about it. Um, right. But it, yeah, you're right. And, and, and whenever they that same formula came up again, you're like, you're kind of out of it. And then you're like, eh, yeah, it's just not as good anymore. But so it's still worth but, watching but overall. Yeah. I mean, I still binge watch the entire show. I, even though the later seasons are not, as good in my opinion i still think they're, they're worth still watching. good they're still good and the show is still very it didn't interesting pull like a like uh, a on. like a full dexter or something and become like absolutely unwatchable <laughs> you know i rewatched that and it was actually not as bad not as bad as you as, you watched the I, ending my initial yeah i did the ending was still bad but the ending was not as bad as i originally remember mm. it being uh even though i still don't like what happens but whatever um but yeah it it doesn't 
take it as drastic of a turn as a show well, like Dexter or Lost. Yeah, <clears throat> but the thing about Dexter is like the height of Dexter was so good that they just couldn't beat like when that the season with John Lethal that's like Lost is like when you hit that apex of like good. It's so hard to beat that, and they just couldn't. After that season, like the next season wasn't terrible, but it just wasn't even close to how good that season was. That I just like started falling off at that moment. I was just like, I I don't know. It's like any phenomenal show that's ever been out. Yeah, they like totally lost. Did it? Uh, Game of Thrones did it. Uh, Yeah, but the only show that I haven't seen it yet is is the expanse but i you know what you know what i'll say and yeah well yeah expanse hasn't yet but you know what i'll say i mean this could be it for the expanse but you know what i'll say Mm -hmm. about dexter is that it wasn't for me at least it wasn't interesting enough for me to keep going like lost and game of thrones were so in were interest like so interesting in what they were creating that i needed i needed to finish like there's no way i couldn't where dexter was like there wasn't what they were doing was cool and i liked it but it wasn't interesting enough for me to give a fuck about you know like so the thing about dexter so uh, this is the last thing i i think it kind of relates to house so with house like you said it's a formula show so every show is like a little mini little story about one random character comes in and kind of affects the other characters right um and it does the same thing pretty much every episode with dexter it does that too but over over the whole whole season season. yeah so the whole season is like a formula that begins and yeah it's like and they do that for every season yeah and no and and not a lot of other shows do things like that in particular um maybe the expanse sort of does it but it's they're more telling like a longer range story where dexter doesn't feel like it is telling a longer range story as much it does very like the movement in this in the long-term story is so slight that yeah that like you said you could get to the fourth season finish that fourth season with john lithgow and be like, okay, I'm done. But, that was my ending. Yeah. I'm happy with it. No, see, the, <laughs> the problem with Dexter was that, like, when if you compare it to, like, uh, like, even, like, House or something, or, like, if we compared it to Lost or Game of Thrones, <laughs> the world is just not as cool. Like, and that's what keep, kept right. you going, kept you going with Lost, even though Lost really, like, hits a huge downturn, uh, it, like midway through season four it's the world that they created that was super interesting so you just had to know in game of thrones obviously the world of game of thrones is interesting as fuck so you're just like with dexter it was like dexter was the only drive to keep watching that show because he was the only he was the interesting thing and everything else just was not very interesting obviously the bad guys were when they created good bad guys like because really in if you look at yeah, the bad guys if you look good, at yeah. Dexter, Dexter is almost like a hero and villain show where it's like there's yeah, like Dexter is this hero a different type of hero um and then there's the villain. Anti-hero, yeah, he's yeah. the anti-hero 
but he's also a hero because he's doing good deeds while doing something that's frowned upon. Um, and then there's the ultimate baddie that's like manipulating everything around this world and throughout that season, you know, like there, there's all of these things happening. That's true. And Dexter is like, then there's the one bad guy and he's like, I'm going to fucking murder that guy. And that's you know? interesting because that's, uh, I, th- I do believe the show becomes self-realizing just like house. Uh, and it realizes that that is exactly what it is because they have an episode where they say he's a hero against all of these villains. Like, he's like a superhero sort of He thing. is. It is kind which of is, like a superhero. Which is short of what it, it is. Like you said, every season has a different master villain behind it. And then once that villain's gone, then the next season has a new villain. So, yeah, I think you're right. And one season was interesting because I think he was the villain for most of it and then uh, mm-hmm. swapped to someone else. But um, yeah, uh, I'd, I'd recommend the first four seasons of Dexter too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, the first four seasons of Dexter are awesome. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, but so I, I think we recommended a few shows. Mm-hmm. We recommended Firefly. We recommended uh, uh, Watchmen, Watchmen you, House, House, and Dexter. And, in the first four seasons of Dexter. Yeah. Not the last four. Or three. Or however many there are. So, um, that's our recommendations. Do you have anything else? Um. Have any books? Have any, uh, magazines that you've read that you've really enjoyed? <laughs> no. I mean, there, <clears throat> I will, I will recommend, to, uh, uh a cassette tape that you really No, like? I'll recommend a game. <laughs> I don't know if we talked about uh, this game yet, but uh, I'll recommend Disco Elysium. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would, I'm playing that I would, slowly. Yeah. yeah. I would recommend that game. It is, uh, it's pure I'd story game. It well. It's sometimes infuriating because you, you, you've, I've died at weird places and stuff. And now, but now I understand like certain times that, I would die. I didn't have to die. I could have done certain things. But um, other than that, though, like the story that they're telling and the world that is created is really cool. But I think for some reason, I feel like we've talked about it. We didn't. We talked about it outside of the podcast. So maybe it just felt like it blended in. Yeah. Or maybe we did and I'm just a liar. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I know we've talked about, kind of talked about it in detail. So I've. It makes me feel like we talked about it on the podcast, but um, yeah, if you like D and D, and you like RPGs, and you also like dialogue, because it's a di- it's a fully dialogue driven RPG. There is no combat, um, and you get to make a lot. There, you get to make a lot of dialogue choices. Um, if you like that in your games, then this is the game for you. I, I suggest you go pick it up because it was probably one. And if you like art, the art, the art, oh, artistic yeah. quality and cool. the music is very good yeah. in this game. And um, if you if you dig that in your games, I, I suggest you just buy it because um, I think that these are the types of like game games or just art that you sh- you should definitely support because. Right. In the end, like, even if, for me, like, if I buy something like that and I didn't maybe 
completely finish it i don't feel that bad because i'm just like i gave these people who are super creative a means to keep going and keep creating and keep giving us these really things that are different that nobody's doing you know there's people who yeah these people are doing something that not a lot of other gaming companies are doing you know so yeah um, give these indie indie developers yeah i like yeah i like giving them I like supporting them, you know, and, and yeah, allowing them to keep, cause Hey man, even if they're, even if they become million millionaires, Hey man, now they have the means to keep creating. If they don't, they don't. But if they, you know, if they do, I mean, look, look, look at braid that dude made braid and then he made the witness and they're like, I enjoy fucking that. amazing games that are super, uh, creative and different from what people were doing you know and you're getting like yeah triple a lot of triple a companies aren't putting stuff out like that these dudes are doing it on their own you know so you want to support them and you need to create stuff like that you need millions of dollars like you you just you need a lot of money man like that's just how it goes like or else you can't make that stuff yeah agreed yeah definitely support uh these indie developers support indie movie makers too yeah i would just say Um, if you love something support it because yeah you obviously want to see more of that you know like if you love like that's why i if i love a movie i buy it because i want to support what these people are creating you know like if i yeah because if you support them like steve said they'll make more yeah then it gives them incentive to make more you know and even like a lot of these good filmmakers aren't making a ton of money on their films, you know, like if, when you go see like, uh, like the lighthouse or like midsummer or even uncut gems, stuff like that, these guys aren't making tons and tons and tons of money. You know, they're making enough money to put out the next piece of art that they're doing. They're not like these fat cats sitting on a pile of fucking cash. You know, these dudes are, these guys are working their asses off to do, to do what they're passionate about, you know? And yes, they're yep. they're making way more than the average human being is making, but like <laughs> to make to create a good story, you need time to sit on your ass. Like that's just that's how it true. goes. You need all that. <laughs> like, money. You need yeah, the money and time true. to be able to sit on your ass and write a good story and think about how you're gonna make that story and make it and make it visual for people and all of that stuff. There's just a lot that goes into it. Um, yeah. So I don't ever feel bad for supporting that unless it's all, unless it's going to like some, some super fat cat, you know, unless the majority of it is going to some big right. old fat ass sitting on a pile of money, you know, which yep. is a, a lot true. of it does, you know, like if, probably if secret, if you're putting your money, if, if it was done by a big production company, I'm sure the majority of that does go to. Yeah true the production company which is fine it allows that but then it shows them that they should make more movies like that you know right exactly and then the, then everything evolves so definitely yeah. support yeah. support these uh the things you love. yeah and i'm gonna stop talking about that because we can go down a philosophical circle of bullshit and feelings For a long and time. money and all of that That's kind true. of stuff which is kind of irrelevant to really what we're going for so exactly we'll stop and we probably talked to, right. talked for a lot longer than we thought we were going to here. Yeah, but that's okay. Um, well, 
we uh, we hope you enjoyed the recommendations. Uh, if you can weed them out of all the other stuff we talked about. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we, but I, I think uh, we had a pretty good episode. Yeah. So we hope you no, enjoyed it fun. too. And uh, we'll talk to you guys yeah. later. See you later, guys.